0: Blessings to Israel presents Discerning the Times, a program committed to encouraging you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Now, in honor of the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, please join us for today's program.
1: Welcome to the program. My name is Brian Thomas, and it is always a joy and honor and a privilege to join you each week. I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm very excited today as we have a special guest who is joining me to discuss the topic, as we've already talked so many times before about this, this issue of abortion and the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And there have been some very troubling responses that we've seen coming out of churches and, and this unfortunate uh, responses. And one that I came across was from Bishop William Murphy. And so In my research concerning this issue, I I came across a pastor who had posted a video and he just laid it out so beautifully. And I reached out to him just a few days ago. I came to know him just a couple of weeks ago and and asked him if he would come on to talk with us. So I am referring to Pastor Ryan Rice, Sr., who is the pastor of Connect Church, where he planted in the community of Algiers in New Orleans, Louisiana. So Pastor Rice, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come on and talk with us today.
0: No, thank you for having me and thank you for your ministry and really standing for the truth because, uh, that's what we need. Of course, today, uh, people willing to stand for the truth. Amen. Amen. And and
1: I thank you for those words. And you are certainly doing that as well. You are an inspiration in the, the two weeks that I've came to know you. I've, I've I've viewed a lot of your sermons and your videos and, and you're just doing awesome, great things. And I, I praise God for, for me and that he's raising up like you. So before we get going, could you share with the listeners a little bit more about your background, what they would uh, you would like for them to know about about how you came to the point of where you are today?
0: yeah so um i was born and raised in new orleans uh same neighborhood that i was literally born in Uh went to elementary high school and, Uh the lord called my wife and i back in uh, 2014 to plant a church here um we moved away for about 10 years and just really felt led the lord to come back home to uh, plant a church that would really stand for uh the gospel of Jesus Christ to reach people, the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, here in our community uh, and God has blessed us to be able to do that. Uh, we're going to be coming up on uh, nine years as a, uh, as a church. And so, uh being able to pastor just a multi-generational, multi-ethnic church in our community. Uh, but also too, I'm thankful to work along, uh, church with church planners, uh, serving with the, uh, North American Mission Board doing church planning, uh, here in the city of New Orleans. And my wife and I have been married 17 years. We have four awesome children. I finally have a teenager. Uh, so that's, uh, fun times, but <laughs> it's so 13 all the way down to six. And so that's, uh, so, some fun, exciting times for us.
1: All right. Well, praise God for for your family and all the great and wonderful things that God has you doing. It is a blessing many. All right. So, again, we're going to talk about this topic of, you know, as we know, uh, a few weeks ago, the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. And there's been a lot of a lot of reaction from people all over the place. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, although I know that there are those in the church who are not standing for things that are right? I was surprised, though, to the extent in which either people are not seeing anything in the church or they're standing on the wrong side of the Word of God. And in particular, mm. we are here to focus on the the statements by Bishop William Murphy, who is the pastor of the dream church center in Atlanta, Georgia. And again, you posted a, a wonderful video on it. And so, so we're just going to go through and, and listen to his comments. And then we're just going to, to break it down and dissect his words and what he had to say and, and, and compare it to what the word of God says. But before we get to his statements, I, I want to begin with the question that when it comes to this topic of abortion, why, why do you think there are so many pastors that either have faulty logic or they just skirt the issue?
0: yeah you know, I think uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, the fear of man. I mean Jesus was uh, clear about uh, we should fear no one but God, and I think you have a lot of people that uh, have such a fear of people, but then also too uh, so many um, people now are tied to um, you know depending on their cultural context uh tied to so many political um backings of people, so You know, the moment you say something that is uh anti what the cultural system is saying, now it's the fear of losing money, notoriety, and uh the prestige that they feel like they have. Which then begs the question, are you actually serving in ministry to be a hireling? Or are you actually in ministry and you're saying, Look, I'm a faithful under shepherd, I'm I'm leading God's people, uh and I'm Boldly standing stand on what Jesus has said, not what the world said.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's that's definitely very true, because I do know there are some who and I, I even know of a pastor who he refused to receive any type of grants because he said he didn't want to be tied to anything that was going to to try to turn his risk or turn his arm concerning mm-hmm. the, the word of God, mm-hmm. given the truth of God's word. So. Yeah. Alright well let's get to Pastor again Bishop William Murphy We're going to listen to the first clip And then we're, we're going to come back and, and, and hear what your your thoughts are on it So let's begin with clip one
2: Alright our, our country is in a crisis Y'all do know America's going to hell right But my conviction is America can't go to hell with me and my family Living here I know that's not politically correct i'm not supposed to say that and some people will say well bishop you're a man of god are you pro abortion i am pro human and civil rights it's my conviction that a man because let's go here okay so let's all the guys let's all let's all set appointments to get vasectomies Or better yet, they not shutting the vasectomy clinics down. I don't hear nobody saying nothing. I didn't see one protester outside of a vasectomy clinic. I didn't see one.
1: All right, so to our listeners, I told you up front, <laughs> these are some troubling statements. Uh Pastor Wright, so he begins by saying America. It's going to hell, but not with he and his family in it. What, what is he talking about?
0: Yeah, so that was one of the things that kind of perplexed me. And I think even with uh, this type of uh, talk that he does, which is really like a mini kind of sermonette that he's doing, you notice it's all the language that it it sounds very spiritual. (laughs) And it gets people thinking, oh, okay, wow, they're going into this very deep kind of spiritual place. But it's really, it's very empty, you know? So even with this statement here, um, I think one of the things it seems like he was trying to do was, see, I'm on the Lord's side. And, you know, I, I know, you know, the, America's where it's at and, they, you know, they're here. And so it's almost like he was just kind of baiting people to kind of say, look, I'm, I'm going to actually be speaking for, for God here. You're talking about hell and those kind of things. But really, you think about in moments like this, Yes, we know America is is in need of the gospel, and that's what you should have said. Mm-hmm. Hey, our country needs Christ, mm-hmm. and God has left us here to be that salt and light in the world. But if you notice, all throughout his his talk, even here, it's no gospel. It's no gospel. It's right. no. Calling the people of God to go and be salt and light, Um, but we're called to proclaim Christ and Him crucified. So I I was I was perplexed by what he said there, but I think it's just really get people on that side of oh, see, look, I'm I'm you know I'm very spiritual here and speaking for God. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like as you were saying, like uh, it made me think about some things like you know we say empty calories. Some things like potato chips, you know, it Mm -hmm. it, it gives you calories, but it it serves no valuable uh, purpose, you know. So
0: exactly
1: so yeah and then he goes exactly. on and, and he says he's a bishop but he's pro-human in civil rights and 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 then he starts talking about let all the guys get vasectomies
0: yeah oh my so i you know one of the things i, I noted in, in my video not talk about the pro-human and civil rights but you know if i was a guy in there i would have just got up and left <laughs> like, just right there you know right me too uh, <laughs> right i'm like bro like that is you know that but you know it's it's interesting because you notice uh language language means something right words mean something and of course i could i could i'm only assuming and i'm looking at the video as well um is that the context where he's in i'm sure the people in that room probably all look like him and they probably all come from the background uh, of most of probably african-american and stuff like that so the moment you start saying civil rights human rights for a lot of african americans the first thought is well yeah of course Mm -hmm. i want civil rights because civil rights is like what what we fought for and what so now it's almost i'm baiting you to get you on my side without actually making any argument that is biblical or right and so now it's almost and he contradicts himself too so it's like Well, okay. if you're going to be pro-human and pro-civil rights, you should be the loudest voice to say abortion is evil and that this is against what the the Lord teaches. Uh, This is against everything that is moral, ethical, right, biblical, but he doesn't do that. And so and then, of course, he says, I'm a bishop. So you got to listen to me because I'm a bishop. Right. That's Mm -hmm. that's who I am.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Those excellent points. And and that's one of the things I was speaking with my kids about the other day. We have a morning devotion and I was just, Mm. just telling them, I said, you know, you can't automatically just accept everything From everybody who says that they are a bishop or a pastor, because not all of them are called by God and and the Bible warns us of that, that there will be those that are out there to to deceive us. So. Mm -hmm. um, So, yeah, so let's continue. He's going to, again, just, you know, this this rhetoric that he's given and for our listeners. Also, I just want to point out that. You know radio you cannot see us But as Pastor Rice you pointed out That that Pastor William Murphy he is a man of color And it, it did look like everyone else in the church That I could see were, were people of color As well and so you and I also Are men of color so I just wanted to point yeah. That out to to give mm-hmm. give you all The listeners a bit more perspective as, as from the angle that we're coming at This with so let's continue to listen To uh, William Murphy as he continues
2: But But we want to legislate we, li- listen, we cannot legislate morality. That's that's why the church is in existence. That's why there's a separation of church and state. That, that That's why the church, the church legislates morality. The government legislates the law of God. All right? And so women have rights too. I don't have a right to tell you that, and somebody said, well, some, uh, Super religious person who got a bunch of sin in their life said, Well, abstinence is the answer. Well, you didn't abstain. And what kills me is people out there protesting already had one.
1: And you had one in your younger years. All right. So Pastor Rice, you know, I'm blown away of the Mm -hmm. fact that that this pastor here, this bishop, he's he's knocking the idea of abstinence. And yeah, and that's like a worldly talking point. But he's he's actually knocking Mm -hmm. that idea of abstaining from sex until marriage. But what are your thoughts concerning what he had to say in this clip?
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think is sad and the saddest thing about this is that one To be called, uh, you know, an elder, bishop, overseer, I mean, right, all these lumped together, right? You're, You're called to be really the resident theologian in your church. Mm-hmm. And you should be helping everyone else to be a theologian as well, to know what they believe, to be able to rightly divide the word of mm-hmm. truth, right? So it's sad, though, that the talking point that he has, none of them come from the scripture, all of them come from a worldly viewpoint, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, we can't legislate morality. Well, did you even logically think about what you're saying? I mean, you know, the whole idea of murder, right? We, we have laws against murder, right? God's law we see is very more, is moral. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's causing people, in a sense, even as he's talking about this, to not think biblically, to not have a biblical worldview. So the lens that they're really looking through the world through is very much from the world system instead of the Bible. Um, and then, you know, you think about this whole idea of, Oh, well, you know, um, talking against absence and, and all these different things. Again, like it's no scripture to back up anything that he's saying. And then this is the, the one point I made in my video that I think is really very sad. And I'm thinking about a person sitting there. And like he says a sinful person can't can't make a moral statement or position because of their sin. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm just picturing this audience. And again, I'm just making an assumption here. I would imagine a good percentage of his audience probably were women. And I'm thinking of a woman who, let's say it's a godly woman who, who's there and has gone through this and has gone through an abortion and, and has been healed and made whole by the finished work of Christ. And she's maybe lived in a moral lifestyle or a man there who's gone through the same thing or something. So he's essentially saying that because of whatever background you had in your past, you can't say anything about anything that's morally right and good now. And it's almost like the reshaming mm-hmm. of, of somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and that is horrible. You, 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. But isn't that all of us, all of us actually have a past. All of us have a past. And right. yet we're, we're in Christ, though we're made new. And mm-hmm. so we're proclaiming the newness of Christ and what he's done. Essentially telling people, you don't have to go the way I went. There's a, there's a better way. It, it's Jesus Christ, He is the way. So It's just a sad reality that he's just shooting himself in the foot proverbially with all his arguments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think about I think you mentioned in the video as well. What if the Apostle Paul had taken the same attitude? You know, exactly. Paul, before he became Paul, he was Saul and he was a persecutor yep. of the church. You know, he had many yep. Christians killed at his order. And so what if once he came to know Christ, he still said, well, I did all these things that were wrong. So I, I can't. Who am I to tell them what to do? Uh, we, we wouldn't have all of these great uh, books of the Bible that that he was inspired through the Holy Spirit to write. So, you know, it's it's just like that. That argument, again, it's a, it's a worldly talking point. That is not something that mm-hmm. is coming from the Holy Spirit.
0: Exactly. Well, and again, and that's why I made that point about Paul. You know, Paul, when he, you know, in all his epistles, you, you see he affirms, hey, I'm an apostle sent from the Lord. You know, this is, this is who I am. And, and Paul actually owns his path and says, look, this is, this is where I was and this, this is what I, 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 I did, but yet it was Christ. And so then he goes on and everything he's saying is speaking for the Lord and proclaiming what the Lord says. So, yeah, I think um, this is one of those things that you hear often. And you hear so often with this type of preaching and teaching, right? It's the whole idea of, see, everyone, they're just super religious. You know, they're they're just doing it. And I hear this so often, especially in our context. Oh, it doesn't take all that. You know, that kind of talk. Like, well, you know, but I'm like, well, no, like we're people of the book. Like we're we're not saying that we're trying to do anything of works to earn our salvation. But we're saying, look, we we live the way we live and we think the way we live because of our salvation. And so. This whole trope of, you know, these super religious people and, and all this, this just comes from this very modern postmodern worldview mm-hmm. that rejects truth. And that's what it really comes down to. It's like almost like a rejection of truth, which is a rejection of the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. You're exactly right.
1: And I, you know, and I think about I've I've counseled several women who who have had abortions themselves and and they will say how they suffered as a result, like with with guilt and and so many things that they were tormented with. And I say, well, well, who better than than someone who's who's been through that to say, don't 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 do what I did. You know you mm-hmm. go to the, the prisons in the prison ministry and a lot of those guys will say hey man don't do what i did i got myself here by making bad decisions don't go the road that i went down because they want to save you from that same suffering and so he is though again uh, undermining that and and then he talks about the separation of church and state and this is this is one of these yeah. th- these things that i don't know how many times over the years i've had mm-hmm. to tell people that is not in the constitution but but give your thoughts All please right. Yeah, you know,
0: it, it's it's one of those things that I think people hear. I remember when I first became a Christian and um, you know, I would hear that all the time, you know, hey, the separation of church and say you can't talk about this, you can't do this. Uh but you know, when you look at it and you just actually go study it for yourself and you know, you go to Google and you go to different other places, it, it's it's all free now, so you can actually right. you can see for yourself. Um, but, you know, you see this idea of separation of church and state is really just, and I say this in my video, it's really just a metaphor uh, rooted in early American fears of government involvement within the church. And so uh, I love this. Uh, I found this quote, and I, I read it, uh, and I kind of quote in my video, too. Uh, Roger Williams, founder of the R- Rhode Island, was the first public official to use this metaphor. He opined that an authentic Christian church would be possible only if there was a wall or hedge of separation between the wilderness of the world and the garden of the church, Williams believed that any government involvement in the church would corrupt the church. And so we see this idea, of course, is made more famous by Thomas Jefferson, who wrote a letter to. Baptist, he wrote a letter to the Danbury Baptist Association and he just declared, uh, that when the American people adopted the establishment call, clause, they built a wall of separation between the church and the state. So one of the things I think when people talk about this, they're, they're thinking, oh, well, see, uh, as the people of God, we're called to keep our faith and what we believe out of everything else when it was actually the opposite it was a reality that the the government or the world system should not come and actually have its you know its claws within the church but we as believers know everything we do should be influenced by what we believe and we should walk it out um and so this wall of separation was never intended to say that our religion our faith shouldn't influence uh opinion or, or government issues. Mm-hmm. But it was used to really affirm the free religious practice of its citizens. Yeah. So it was really was used to keep the government from influence, uh, influencing our religious practices. Mm-hmm. So, and again, think about it. The moment you start believing this, then it, this is what happens. You have Christians, and, and instead of being salt and light, as Jesus talks about, or being the city on a hill, we say, yeah, you know, I'm going to keep my light hidden. Yeah. And, and everything I do won't influence how I vote, won't influence what I think, so I, I, my own private thing where it should be public.
1: Mm. Wow. Wow. That was so well said. I mean, folks, this is a deception of the devil to again. It's a yeah. way to silence, as you said, to not shine the light of Christ. And, and we have to to transcend Satan's deception, his tricks. And so uh, it is just my prayer that that pastors out there who are the leaders of the churches will stop falling for this deception. Um, so, exactly. So we're going to continue as, as Bishop Murphy He goes into another deceptive argument Talking about uh, voting rights mm.
2: And then don't tell me you're You're protecting the unborn Because if you're really pro-life You wouldn't be cutting back Funding for schools If you're pro-life You wouldn't be fighting For 18 year olds To buy machine guns If you're really pro-life why are you fighting for somebody who's not in law enforcement, somebody who's not in the military to have a legal right, a constitutional right to purchase a clip that holds a hundred bullets, but you're pro-life because I ain't seen a deer shoot back yet. Matter of fact, when I drove up in my driveway the other day and the deer saw me coming, he, he ran, ran for his life. He didn't pull out no Glock and start shooting. So I didn't need to protect myself against a deer. This ain't about hunting. This is about, and listen to me, once the door is open, don't y'all, don't y'all, see, this is why y'all gotta wake up and stop being so spiritual and so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good. This is not just about reproductive rights. This is about voting rights. It's about civil rights. It's about human rights.
1: All right. So so Pastor Rice, uh, I was talking with someone um, a few days ago about this and I said, you know, this is really buffoonery is is what he's Mm -hmm. he's speaking. When he starts talking Mm -hmm. about a deer, he sees this deer and the deer is not pulling a Glock and shooting at him. And, and, and again, it's buffoonery. But what do you say to and I've, I've experienced this so many times in my life when I've tried to minister to people about what's right versus wrong. And it seems as though when they really don't have an argument rather than sticking to the issue at hand, they start to point to other things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that I would encourage um, pastors and, and just even believers is. Start to really understand and study. You can go study like logical fallacies, and, and and when you start really studying logical fallacies, it's not just to say, oh, look, there's something more that I know, but it begins to help you to really hear and discern um, when people are making arguments. And where the arguments are empty. So if you notice, notice he doesn't even deal with the topics that he's talking about abortion. Right. So he he kind of presents what we call like the straw man argument. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it just attacks something different rather than the topic being discussed. Right. Now, think about it again. Um, yeah, of course. who Who wants to see children? killed with guns? Who wants to see that kind of... Well, nobody does, but that that has nothing to do with the argument of the unborn, right? And right. he and he does that. And so he, he really deflects all this uh, away from the, the issue at hand, and he talks about something else. Even when you're talking to people, often they'll do this when they don't have uh, really a leg to stand on in their argumentation, They'll they'll do that. But again, you know, if I was there... You know, this is a conversation I was having with him. Um, I would have listened to what he said and then I would have just gone back right back to the point. And I was asking, so then, okay, I hear what you're saying, but let's get back to the point. What mm-hmm. is the unborn? Mm-hmm. What's the unborn? What's the argument we're making here? Because right now we're not talking about Guns. We're not talking about healthcare. We're talking about the life of the unborn. And then, of course, this this horrible argument to say, well, if one cares about the child in the womb, that somehow this equates that they don't care about the mother or the child's life after. Mm-hmm. And again, they make people make this argument all the time. But but you look at the pregnancy resource centers, you look at Christian clinics, they show that this reality is false. But again, it's still and all, we're, we're still talking about the topic at hand. What is the unborn and why does this issue matter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's great advice. And and to the listeners, that's one of the things And I, I had to learn this because in the beginning I did fall for those tactics in that they, this person speaking to me, they would start talking about other topics or other issues and it, it gets you to chasing rabbits because then I would go along with them. But you gave great advice, Pastor Rice, where you say, okay, Let let them speak, but then bring it back to the original issue at hand. Um, And that's what you really have to do, because if not, they they try to get you sidetracked by taking you down again, rabbit trails to something that's that's really not the issue at hand. So so that's that's great
0: advice. Yeah. And and one thing I'll add too, if in the argument, in, in this type of argument, right, that is very emotionally laced. Right. Right. If they can get you off footing and get you emotionally riled up, mm-hmm. then you won't be able to think straight either. Mm-hmm. And so that's why. And I tell my wife and I tell my kids this all the time, it's like, you know, look, listen, but then go right back to the right back to the argument. Just almost like you just you just like a laser beam. Okay, great. But let's go right back here. Mm -hmm. Let's deal with this right here. And that helps you to stay focused as well as not be overly emotional when you're arguing, you know, making an argument for something. Amen. Amen.
1: That's godly wisdom. Absolutely. Well, we have to press the pause button for this week as we are all out of time. But this is not the end of our interview as Pastor Rice will be back with me next week to continue this discussion. If you are a lover of the truth, I encourage you to follow Pastor Rice. Visit his website, RyanRiceSR.com, which stands for Ryan Rice Sr. Also, I encourage you to go to YouTube and search for his video on this topic, a response to Bishop William Murphy and his Roe v. Wade view. Again, please come back and join us next week as we continue to encourage you to discern the times while viewing life through the window of the Bible as we will be rejoined by Pastor Rice. Until then, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bless God's great nation of Israel, and to the only wise God be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Discerning the Times. Please come back and join us next week as we continue to encourage you to view current events through the lens of the Bible. Until next time, remember to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bless God's great nation of Israel and seek first the kingdom of God.
1: Discerning the Times is presented by Blessings to Israel.